Hey, or ever elsewhere. And wait, do you want to say that part? I'll do the other part. I was going to let you do the whole thing. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't want to try any on the fly. <laughs> hey, we're ever elsewhere, and you're listening to the Kill the Music podcast. you're listening to the kill the music podcast my name is jordan my guests today are henry and eleanor from the band ever elsewhere thanks for coming on the show thanks so much for having us man hi how's it going good how how was practice practice is great yeah we uh we're getting ready to head into the studio in about a week so uh we're just getting everything getting everything ready me and me and henry have been uh working on these songs for for quite some time so it's been a long it's it's been a long build but we're ready now, how did this whole thing get started? Like, I mean, I've seen on Instagram, you know, in order that you know, you play drums, but like, have you have you been playing like drums prior to this, or? Actually, a long time ago, Eleanor and I met at a local venue uh, in Brantford, Ontario, near where I live, and back then she was singing and playing acoustic guitar, kind of as a solo act, and we hit it off and kind of had a few odd jams that never really materialized into a full band throughout high school and our first year of university we both moved to Toronto for the first time and we hadn't actually um I guess we didn't know anyone else in the city at the time so we started going to a lot of the same shows and just really built a friendship that revolved around music and things kind of finally came together when I stepped away from my old band and wanted to try something new and Eleanor was right there and eager to get something going really wanted to play drums which I'd heard her play a bit, but I was used to hearing her sing and play guitar, so I I kind of initially encouraged that, but she convinced me after we jammed for the first time, and we got the rest of our friends on board, and it's been kind of just chugging along since then. Yeah, it's it's funny. Henry and I have sort of casually played music together for such a long time, but like he said, we'd never really... Nothing ever really materialized, but as soon as uh, he started sending me the demos that he was working on for what would eventually become Ever Elsewhere, I was just like, I have to be a part of this. Like, it's it's just the band that I think we've both wanted to be in for, like, the whole time we've been playing music. So it feels really rewarding that it's uh, finally all come together. Now, where did you guys come up with the name from? That's 100% Eleanor's doing. <laughs> uh, when this started, I mean, I was really just naming songs, stupid little names, like references to Netflix shows I was watching or places that I would write the music instrumental songs about. Um, and then Eleanor kind of started bouncing off a few names and we really we really decided between the five of us and, and that's been kind of a huge focus of the band is making it something that everyone's happy with and um, everyone's welcome to bring stuff to the table and... Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what we settled on from a few different options. Yeah, for sure. So for me, the concept of Ever Elsewhere sort of, uh, it speaks to this sort of, um, this feeling that I definitely feel a lot and that I think we we sort of deal with in our music, which is um, kind of the this, this struggle to be present wherever you are, because, you know, there's always uh, other things weighing on your mind, or there might be somewhere else that you wish you could be, or someone else you wish you could be with, uh, and, and that sort of idea, like, I f- personally feel a lot like I am 
ever elsewhere in my mind. And uh, and trying to be more present and in the moment is something that I really strive for as well. Uh, and one of the kind of really nice, almost like poetic things that has come about through this band is that like when I'm playing and it's just like the five of us in a room playing this music together, that is the most present that I ever feel and the least that I'm, you know, ever thinking about other things. So it really kind of ended up coming full circle in a way that uh, that I didn't anticipate when I first came up with the name. Now, is it like euphoric when you all, you, like you said, it's a good feeling, but would you say it's almost euphoric, you know, playing music? Euphoric? Yeah, honestly, I think so. Uh, like, I, I think, like, Henry has played in a lot of local bands, but I'd always played drums just sort of, like, for me, or, you know, jamming with a friend or two in my basement. We had lots of jams like that in high school. Uh, but the the payoff of the fact that I had, you know, never personally, I had never, you know, been in a band like this before and, and getting to be a part of it. It's like, it, it's, it's like the things that make you fall in love with playing music in the first place, you know, and it's really nice to, to revisit that. I think um, for me, it, it especially is just having seen the process of the songs materialize and having them come from, you know, a garage band demo where it's an okay tone and there's a, there's a drum loop that you're kind of using and maybe altering to make it... S- to get the idea there, but when it really comes together and you're in that room and everybody's making that music happen and it is, it's a very euphoric feeling. Now you guys had played a couple shows last weekend, correct? Uh, we actually played our very first show ever last weekend. Yeah. And we've got, we've got our second show coming up next week. So we're right at the halfway point right now. So how was like the first show? Like what, what, like what do you, what's the process you go like preparing for? I mean, I, I know it's your first show. Like, How'd you prepare? Like any flexing or exercise, you know, vocal <laughs> warm ups? Um, our our vocalist is very uh, adamant about his vocal warm ups. Yeah, and he and I are always warming up together in the car. <laughs> yeah. Um we so I mean we did our standard practice and it's something we've really been practicing for for months. Uh we really wanted it to be kind of not a typical first show. Everything was very planned and a set was put together and it was a stressful week, but it was super <laughs> rewarding and I mean I think we almost sold out the venue. Or? I think we, I think we did by the end of the night, which is nice. And we played a small like DIY space here in in Toronto, and we ended up uh, more than a hundred people showed up over the course of the night, which was just like more than we ever could have anticipated. Even though we were like very deliberate about you know not just trying to be another local band that like you know starts playing shows after our first couple practices. Even even with all of the planning that went into it, I never would have expected. Uh, the turnout or the response that we got from the audience. So it was just unbelievable. Now you had mentioned you had a set. Um, you only have two songs on Spotify, correct? That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's been about a year and a half in the making. So there's a lot of songs that have been written and we have, I mean, probably up close to like 20 song ideas and probably about 10 that are finished songs that we jam as a band. So Right now our set's about eight songs. The two songs are in it, but uh, there's the others are ones that we're uh, going to be recording very soon. So Yeah, we have six more songs that we're going to be uh, doing on an EP uh, that I was just mentioning off the top that we're going in to record uh, with Anton DeLost, who is a really, really great uh, Ontario, uh, Ontario producer. He's worked with bands like Seaway. He did a single for Intuit Over It. Uh, he plays in this really amazing local band called First Ghost. So he's, uh, yeah, he's going to do those six songs with us and... Yeah, we it's it's funny. We do only have the two songs out there right now, but there's a lot a lot more that we're sitting on. So, so this set really showcases like what you're going to hear from us uh this year. 
would you ever like if you had the time like maybe record them all and then just you know piece together what's going to make i know you said six songs but like maybe record all of them then like hey when we make an album like we already had these songs recorded like maybe go back and fix some stuff that can be oh that's tweaked better yeah that's absolutely the process we take right now i mean they are they have all been recorded and just at a demo stage we actually we all live i mean fairly far away from each other so we work off of kind of a central online drive that will be bouncing garage band files back and forth to and making edits making notes on them and we really make sure everything is demoed out before we go into the studio and there's there's still um production changes that happen in the studio but they're fairly minimal just because we have spent time uh editing and kind of going through the process of different song ideations yeah because of the way that we write we sort of end up doing like pre-production ourselves throughout the songwriting process so instead of just you know like being together in a room and like banging it out and then getting to the studio and being like okay here's what we need to change here's not here's what's not working uh we kind of go through all that when we're just doing the demoing so that you know once it is time like even when we did those first two songs like that was our first time in the studio as a band but we felt so ready because we had you know, prepared the song so thoroughly. Uh, and with these six songs that we're going to be doing, we'll, we'll have a lot more time. Obviously, we'll be in the studio for about a week and a half. Um, but yeah, we I think it'll really be an opportunity for us to go in very prepared and then just be able to be creative because the songs are in such a good place already that it'll we'll just be enhancing them rather than, you know, trying to fix things that we're not happy with because we've yeah. already gotten them to a place where, where we're all feeling super happy with them. And I think that, that whole thing kind of started just because we were, uh, when we began to jam, we were renting hourly jams spaces so it was really like okay everybody you know take the garage band file mute out everything except for your instrument and like let's get all of these parts down for when we come together and then we kind of add our own little personal flares to each bit as it's as it's uh learned yeah it's all now, very deliberate <laughs> now when you're you mentioned writing but when stuff comes up say i know you got songs written out but if you had like a new idea like you just go in your your I guess your iPhone or whatever phone you have and just like record something on your mem- you know voice notes just so you don't lose that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and and we really um kind of all of us bring stuff to the table. It really I mean I s- s- kind of started bringing songs to the table, but our other guitarist Mike has written songs. Eleanor started writing a lot of full songs that um she'll kind of just bring a shell of chords and lyrics and Everybody, I'll add my own guitar parts, Mike adds his own guitar parts, Jamie writes some bass, Eleanor figures out some drums, and then Brennan and Eleanor fight over what <laughs> lyrics are going to change and which ones aren't. Yeah, Brennan has a very strong sense of melody, uh, so a lot of the time, like, I'll be handing him melodies that are, like, three or four notes, and then he just, like, pulls magic out of them. Uh, same with, like, when I'm handing Henry a guitar part, it'll be, like, very, very basic, and then he'll put his own flair on it. So it's really cool because the way that we write, everybody brings something to make the song as best as it could be. Like, none of our songs would sound the way that they do if we were just writing on our own. Everyone always, like, takes what their their role is in the song and just, you know, makes it something that no one else would be able to, to bring to the table in that sense. Yeah, and I think it's cool because somebody, usually somebody brings a full song. It's not like we jam and kind of make up a song as we go along, but the song is brought and then everybody adds really their own little little twist onto it and makes it sound like ever elsewhere. Yeah. So it's a process, like Maynard from Tool would say about every interview ever. <laughs> yeah, Everything absolutely. is a process, yep. <laughs> now, is there any artist that you're currently inspired, like the music you're making, or maybe, you know, 
it can be from Canada, it can be from anywhere, but I don't know if you had like any particular ones or oh, we absolutely. do we, we actually do have music up here in Canada. It's it's <laughs> it's pretty cool. No, uh, I think what is actually really cool about our band is we all bring like sort of a separate set of influences, but then we have our shared influences as well. I think the band that we agree on the most across all five members is Oso Oso. Yeah. We're all absolutely obsessed with uh with the Unihon mixtape. Uh and that's a band that Henry introduced me to when they were like just starting out. Um yeah, what are some other shared influences of ours? We all really like Copeland. Yeah. Uh, we I, we all really like The Dangerous Summer. Lots of bands that, I mean, we would have seen on tour, but then lots of, lots of locals, too, that, uh, I mean, we kind of grew up with and maybe aren't shown as clearly through our music, but there's a lot of good... Sydney, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. S- Sydney is uh, again. That's something that maybe a lot of your listeners haven't heard of. But Sydney was like the local band growing up. They're such a huge influence on on what we do. Their bassist Anto uh, played in the Swellers, so people might know that. Um, like Alexis on Fire, Alexis on Fire, and Silverstein, big bands like that. Those were like the the Southern Ontario music scene of like the mid 2000s is is still a huge influence on us because it's it's what we grew up with right uh and uh i I feel like the scene did sort of die down for a minute but it's really really strong again now even bigger bands like like pacific and and seaway uh even you know bands that are are starting to get big here and then just starting to break into the states like first ghost uh like our buddies in romancer who uh, we did our our first show with um yeah, it's the scene is very very strong right now and it's really cool to be able to look around at other people our age living in the same places that we do making music that inspires us. Like it 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 really gives us something to feed off of. Now, you could mention Canada being a fertile ground for music. What are I know you mentioned a bunch of bands like far as like bands overall like some of the like Canada as a whole like what are your favorite bands and artists like oh, in general damn. from Canada? Oh man. Like ever, I feel like we're yeah, all I'm, we love the bare naked ladies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, you guys, you guys know Canada better than I would, so you know more about the music than I would up there. So, yeah, I, I do feel like it's it it does tend to be a very like Southern Ontario focused mm-hmm. scene, uh, in terms of like what makes it to the rest of the country, uh, in Canada. But there's some great great bands from out on the west coast as well. Um, of course, when when you're put on the spot, you like forget every yeah. band that, that has say, ever existed. Like personally, for me, Canadian influential band would be Living with Lions. Nice. Uh, they're like melodic pop punk and uh, comeback kid. You know, some nice. good. Some yeah, good, I love good Avril Lavigne. Actually, counterparts. Counterparts, yes. Counterparts yes. Is like, oh yeah. Oh, and come. Oh, yeah, he mentioned comeback kid. As yeah. a good um, artist, counterparts are like absolutely huge i mean you definitely don't hear it directly in our music but yeah like um, i didn't think of counterparts because they sound so outside of the realm of what we do but they are like they are like the kings of southern ontario right now i'd have to say my favorite band from canada would probably have to be uh purity ring nice classic yeah i mean they're more west coast and east coast i think they're from edmonton but yeah, yeah i was, got to see him open for katie perry recently i was like wow this band's like really good nice. so. <laughs> oh we love carly ray jepson well i love carly ray jepson <laughs> and if, i feel like if i just say that we love carly ray jepson then it will be on the record and everyone else will be co-opted into it nice <laughs> you're, 
You're leaving out the best artists, though, Nickelback and Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're actually... I will say the latest the, the latest Justin Bieber record, kind of bangs. No Nickelback record we, uh, has ever banged. <laughs> we just set up a show in Justin Bieber's hometown oh, for yeah. next month. So, yeah, uh, Stratford, Ontario. Going to go see the new Justin Bieber museum exhibit. Yeah, uh, Experience should... some history. We should do a cover. Wait, is that, is, is that an actual thing? That is a real thing. The Justin Bieber Museum exhibit is opening this week in Stratford, Ontario. So uh, hopefully their tourism board will pay me some money for saying that. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, I know he's big up there and everywhere, obviously, but I know he had like a museum. Yeah, it's it's not a full museum. It's like an exhibit at a museum well, that is in Stratford. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant, but still an exhibit. That's, that's still. Yeah. When's Drake going to open his own museum? Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah that's... I feel I like the entire, the entire city of Toronto is kind of the yeah, Drake it Museum. Is, it is the Drake Museum. <laughs> Speaking of Drake, does anyone actually call it the Six? Oh, absolutely. There's so <laughs> Too many. Too many people. It's obnoxious. Most, a lot of people that don't actually live, maybe live an hour outside of Toronto, and they're, yeah. oh, going to the Six this weekend. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of businesses that kind of opt in the name that I see around yeah. Toronto now, and they're trying to kind of be trendy right and i uh, i work i work like right downtown and there's so many businesses and first of all the first problem is that so many different businesses just call themselves the six like with the <laughs> like the numeral six and then the i and the x and i'm like you're all different businesses like this is not good branding but it's like i drove past the six medical clinic the other day and i was like i can't trust these people with my health like you can you gotta give your health clinic a real name i would never trust anyone at the six medical clinic with with my well-being it's definitely toronto medical center yeah (laughs) yeah i trust that or just like named after some old guy who like made a donation that's fine like yeah the Drake Center for kids that can't read good oh, and stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> I probably OVO, butchered that quote. OVO Hospital. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we'll have to get back on track here so we can finish up. Um, was this not interview? Was this interview not supposed to all be about Drake? I was lied to. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I. What do you think? Uh, have you seen the uh, music video for God's Plan? What do you think about it? Oh, I actually haven't. I actually don't I have that many either. Drake takes to share. <laughs> That was it. That was the extent of our knowledge. Yeah, we're fake fans. Oh, I was totally going to stay. I was totally going to stand on some Drake. So <laughs> I shouldn't have encouraged this. This is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, if you could tour with any artist, like past or present, like who would they be? And um, obviously, you mentioned a bunch of influence. But as far as like when you guys like start touring, if you could open up for any one band, two bands, like who would it be and why? Oh man, I feel like with the level that we're at, if we're talking about like what might be realistic like i'd love no, he to, said uh, if you oh, could he if said you could. It, oh okay all like, right we can we can do dreams this we can is do dreams. like yeah oh man honestly be, only because it's not that realistic this is what this would be a really big deal to us and to other people like from canada who are around our age if sydney ever did a reunion tour and we got to play that that would be my dream tour just oh, because they're like the biggest i don't the know. biggest influence for me sydney is like good but we would not fit on that bill i would I think say good I would say transit. That's like my, or like the get up kids. Nice. Nice. I would, I mean, everybody knows that Thursday is my favorite band. Um, some, like if, if you're hearing of me for the very first time through this interview, you've probably already like through osmosis somehow picked up on the fact that Thursday is my favorite band. Like you just know. So that would, that would be the dream getting to, getting to play with, with Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, uh, we had met up at, riot fest like a couple of years ago but um i remember you had said something about i mean i'd seen thursday before but i'd never actually had you know 
watched them, you know, for a full set because most of the time I had something come up when I they had come through town. But it was, yeah, it was cool sure. getting to see them. So yeah, I like um, I, I, I that was during my little like jaunt around North America to just go see Thursday everywhere. So I think that that would have been Chicago Riot Fest, right? So I saw them there, yeah. and I saw them in like Atlanta, and then I went to New Jersey for all the holiday shows. Like I spent like six months of my life just like dedicating all my vacation time to going to see Thursday in different places. Aren't, aren't, I mean, they just announced something in California too, playing their, uh, not full collapse. It's a different album. They're like the 15 year anniversary show, I believe. Yeah. It's in they're California. doing, they're doing full collapse the first night and then war all the time. The second night and war all the time is my favorite record of all time. So. You need to go out there and interview him. Oh my God. That would be amazing. I, I actually, I did interview, uh, Jeff and Tom from Thursday for my first interview ever. And it was not good. <laughs> it was not good. I was like 16 and like frozen, I, I remember, like, wedging myself into the most uncomfortable position on the tour bus, but then being completely terrified to move. So I just stayed in this awful, like, side pretzel for the entire interview because I was like, if I move, I'll break the equipment. It was not a good interview. I'm, I, feel, I feel sorry for them that I put them through that. <laughs> redo, redo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add or promote before we wrap this up? Yeah, honestly, Jordan, thank you so much for having us on. First of all, um, I know that this is kind of the time where people are are hearing our name for the very first time. So Ever Elsewhere, uh, it's at Ever Elsewhere on Twitter, uh, Ever Elsewhere Band on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, We have our our self-titled debut out now on all streaming platforms and on Bandcamp. Uh, And next week, we're going to be doing uh, going into the studio for our six-song EP, as I mentioned. So you'll be able to hear that later this year. I think we're aiming for summer. yeah, just honestly, like anyone who takes even a moment to to check out the tunes, uh, it really means a lot to us because we've been building this for a long time, like I said, and it's really, really uh, gratifying to have it out in the world finally. So, yeah, Ever Elsewhere, 2018. Anything you want to add, Henry? Uh, no, Eleanor covered it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Buddy. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so Thanks much so for much, having man. us.